everyone. Josh Taylor here from CE Podcast. Thank you so much for once again listening and coming in and checking in and the emails and just everything. Uh, really appreciate it. Everyone's been super amazing and um, I love hearing that I'm helping. I love hearing that um, about, you know, what stories you want me to talk about and training and all sorts of stuff like that. So something I, I thought would be really cool to talk about today is a question I get quite often, which is, can an old dog learn new tricks? So um, that's kind of like the, the niche way of how everyone kind of says it. But I do get a lot of like, yeah, but my dog is this much, you know, like my dog is six years old. Can, can he actually learn or can he actually change? Um, and these are obviously very good questions. But I would like to say that from what I've gained from, you know, the 18 years of doing this is that you can absolutely train old dogs um, new tricks, okay? Um, it's, it's definitely not something that um, is impossible. I think habit plays a big role in there, okay? So regardless of how old the dog is, but uh, I mean, in the sense where if the dog's been doing it for, you know, three years and we're trying to manage a behavior, and it's been going on for a while, like, yeah, okay, it's going to take a little bit of time, right? But, um, I mean, and you can kind of flip this analogy. Once again, you know me, I like to kind of put these analogies into place with, with people and kids. And, I mean, you know, um, I don't know how it is for some of you, and no offense out there to anyone, okay? But, you know, sometimes, you know, just getting grandma to learn how to use that iPhone I mean, that's that that can be very difficult. <laughs> it's not an it, it's not such an easy task. Right. And I mean, it makes sense. Right. Because uh, whether they didn't use them before or whatever the case, you know, technology is always advancing. Some people, you know, it, it doesn't even have to be grandma, so to speak, you know, and uh, if you're listening, sorry, mom. Um, but, you know, like it could also be. Uh, someone who's young, of course, who's, let's say, never used these things, but I just find it's a little bit more rare. They kind of pick up on it fast, you know, so that's how I kind of look at it. So when I'm dealing with like an older dog and someone's like, oh, you know, dog's been doing this for like, you know, three years. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's about patience. It's about taking your time to get where where we need to go um, with whatever we're trying to work on. Obviously, new things are always much easier. I find compared to if the dog has a habit instilled. So let's say um, my dog barks whenever he sees a dog and he's been doing this now for five years. You know, we have work to do, right? So there's a habit there already. There's a, there's an emotional response um, when seeing the dog and the job here. I mean, among other things, progressive desensitization, um, conditioning, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to somewhat form a different emotion when seeing the dog and getting the dog to associate, you know, the behavior of what they're doing and the consequences different than what the outcome has been, right? Because in the brain, it's been reinforced as a positive to them. And that's why they keep doing it. You have to think really deeply, I find, for things like this. 
And what I mean by think deep is like, why is the dog doing this? And so older for sure, I definitely kind of get into it a little bit more as to why it's happening. Like, oh my gosh, it's been going on for five years. Like what's wrong with my dog? Absolutely nothing, right? I mean, the dog is associating that when I do this, good things happen. So the consequence is positive, right? And, and so it's about figuring out why it's a, why it's a positive. I don't like people or I, I don't like dogs. I like when they stay away from me and I bark. Um, when I bark, I get their attention and then my owner lets me go see them. Even if I'm barking and pulling, um, more often than not, like all of these things kind of come into play when we're dealing with that older dog. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what it really comes down to. Um, when it, when it comes to managing those behaviors with older dogs, just understand that it may there, there may be a habit there that is going to take a little bit of time to kind of break through. Um, understand that you're not trying to fix something, but more manage it. How can I make the behavior better? Don't just assume that you're going to eradicate the behavior. Um, I think that that's really important to remember with older dogs. Um, and, and why don't we get into a little bit of measuring that success? Um, I think a while back I talked about the cup and this and that, but I don't think I ever really made it a podcast, you know? So maybe we could talk a little bit about that. Uh, you know, when I'm measuring success with the dog that I'm working with, um, I know what, I know what my, I know what my client is looking for. So I'm kind of looking for this obvious, um, this, this obvious physical representation that like things are getting better because that's what they're looking for. That's what they're going to see. There are some, you know, I have many clients actually who are really kind of in tune with like those small mini rewards, which is really nice to see. Um, but I definitely, you know, I, I definitely notice it's been forever, you know, and, and I noticed that when they do come to see me again, I don't know if this is a good thing, but I almost feel like I'm like the last resort, but I, I get that a lot. You know, I feel, I feel like they're coming to me like, you know, at the end, you know, or near end kind of thing. And so that puts a lot of pressure. So when they don't see the success right away, they're, they're, they're very, you know, they're, they're just not, they're not thrilled, not necessarily with, with me, but just, they're not thrilled with the idea that their dog isn't getting better when, when these things can take time. It's like, it's almost like, it's almost like they think they're a program. It's like, you know, you can just kind of like, okay, connect this together and like, okay, like you should be working like this or this I am totally guilty of doing in the past. Like, oh, well, he or she has done that before or hasn't done that before as if they're not allowed to change as they grow older, you know, and, and meaning like, oh, you know, this year, uh, and my dog, my dog, like, isn't really like fond of going up to people and it's like, oh, really? And it's like, yeah. And I would say like, oh, well, what was last year? Like, oh, the dog was fine. The dog was going up to everyone. Hmm. That's interesting. Like, why would someone like someone and then not like someone? 
right? And it's like so, again, just objective driven. It's so like there must be a problem with the dog, um, you, you know, versus like really kind of taking all of the factors in. So I find that I'm definitely way better with that, but I definitely find like people come to us like at the, at the last waking moment and I get it, you know, we're, you know, it's, it costs money. Um, all of my clients who've been super proactive though, I mean, wow, you know, I have to say they spend the least amount of money and they end up having incredible results and they barely need me um in the future you know might might a little fresher here and there or like catch up or this or that or a session but generally speaking like they're on top of things because we've prepared them so well um you know like just just the other day you know look yeah i've been in business for a long time so i get it i understand how services should theoretically work um <laughs> but like for example you know we um uh, we, we had a call, you know, it was, uh, the call was at like a Wednesday at like four o'clock in the afternoon. We ended up contacting them around Friday, uh, in the morning. And, you know, there was, uh, on, on one of the community pages, there was a, a post and it was like, you know, can someone recommend a dog trainer, but not us. And it was based off of the fact that, you know, we didn't call them back right away. So, so the, the way the message sounded, though, it sounded like she's been or he's been trying to contact us for months and, you know, there's been no success, you know, and, and I just found it, um, you know, I get it. I understand again, once again, business, et cetera. But I don't know. I just found it a little a little extreme. It's like, OK, I contact a service. They're not reaching out when I do contact the community. I'm just going to ask for the said service. I'm not going to necessarily focus on a company and be like, don't mention this company because what that also tells me is you're saying, don't mention that company because of the fact that if, if you don't say that you're going to see that name 5,000 times, what does that mean? It means we're good at what we do. Right. And so <laughs> I guess I'm venting, eh? I'm sorry. But I, I, I guess I'm just trying to say that um, people will wait till the last moment until they can't take it anymore. And granted, I would love, you know, for us to be able to make calls 48 hours or less compared to, you know, that 48 hour call that we did or just a little under 48 hours. But, you know, it would be nice to if it was like, you know, on the hour, I guess. But like. Dog training is extremely busy right now and we are doing our best. And the person that works for me that answers that phone, I mean, I kid you not, it's non-stop, non-stop. So um, my hat's off to her, you know, and she does a great job. And I know when she saw what was written, she obviously had that nasty feeling in her stomach, you know, that, that, that twisting. Um, as if she, you know, as if she kind of failed or something, you know, and, uh, she didn't, she didn't, you know, the, these are, these are people that are unfortunately going through a hard time too, and they have a situation and they're really trying to get it solved. It's just, it's about when they come to us. So 
for anyone out there listening who is on the brink of realizing things are not going great or even just a refresher is needed, shoot us a message. I'd love to talk about you in the podcast, maybe even call you during the podcast. We could do a live podcast. Wouldn't that be cool? CE podcast at canineeducation.ca. All right. Um, moving on. So they finally contact us. We, we, we start working with the dog. The dog's behavior has been going on for years or months. Um, and what kind of success am I looking for? So the many things that I'm looking for that is so important is recovery time. Recovery time is by far the most underrated investment in figuring out where your dog is at. Um, everyone wants now, 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 now it's, I deal with that every day. My job is very fast paced, but it's, it's very like, you know, it's, it's even more fast than fast paced. However, I can put that. Um, so like the results need to happen quick and fast or else we, we lose trust in the process. And as a coach, we're trying to show the people that you know, trust the process, keep going through this. You're doing the right thing. Um, yeah, because at the end of the day, it's, it's psychology. It's, 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 they have a brain, they have emotions, they have feelings. Um, and so all of these things are, uh, of course, extremely important, um, when it comes to recovery. So what recovery looks like is, um, it could be, you know, let's use the same topic as before. Let's talk about the barking. So it, dogs are barking. Um, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to calm them down. Uh, you know, they, they, they're able to now maybe walk by a dog. Um, that would be an obvious, an obvious scenario that like, wow, the behavior is getting better. Versus a recovery scenario could be like my dog walks and sees one dog barks which is common. Let's say that's what my dog does. My dog has a barking problem, barks at dogs. The second dog barks. The third dog, I'm actually able to kind of, you know, get his attention, maybe get some eye contact, reward, versus before it would have been maybe every dog. That could be a sign of recovery. Or I'll give you a good one that's very common. First dog, no barking. Second dog, no barking. Third dog, barking his head off, even from further away. This leaves you very unmotivated. You say to yourself, am I doing the right thing? Is this working? Maybe not. Why? Well, it's so unpredictable because I saw one and two dogs and then there was nothing. And then the third one, my dog lost it. You have to understand about that cup. The cup is filling up. All right. And so there are many things that fill the cup and there are many things that empty the cup. But the idea here is that you need to look at those recoveries, those, those little mini recoveries to see whether or not the progress you're making is going well. Five weeks is a minimum to see a recovery point. And again, recovery point. So now I went from one dog to two dogs and then third dog, my dog has lost it to maybe one dog, no barking, two dogs, no barking, three dogs, no barking, fourth dog barking and i'm being very like there's so many elements in between was there a big bang 
Was there a sound or was there maybe kids screaming and maybe that also triggered a behavior which caused a little bit more of the the cup to fill? Like, I mean, there's so many factors. So I'm just kind of keeping it to the objective of the of the dogs. Okay, think like we're in a padded room and I bring your I bring the dog in the room and there's another dog there. So one dog. okay, nothing out of the padding room. I bring the dog back into the padding room, you know, like like just kind of look at it like from that kind of standpoint. So we're looking at recovery. When I start seeing dogs where it went from one dog, no barking, two dog, no barking, three dog to barking to I go out and the first dog they start barking, that means that they could be trigger stacking. That means that they could be kind of developing um, a very, very bad, I guess you could say paranoia experience with this trigger of feeling uncertain and and again paranoid etc so you need to really kind of evaluate recovery um and recovery is so important uh in all of this you know other scenarios of course is um you know again what is actually happening distance wise and duration so is this you know let's say it's 30 feet away and then i'm able to get 28 feet that's progress oh but the dog's not barking it doesn't matter because even if the dog was barking and your dog did react there would be no way for you to kind of really work that behavior what would you end up doing you would end up getting more space right so at the end of the day you're not really trying to focus on the negative right you're trying to focus on the positive so this is why it's so important that um that distance plays a big role in this Okay, Um, so make sure that when you're out there and you're working on a problem, let's say your your issue is cars. It's important that you're not focusing so much on um, how close you are to the car at the beginning. So start very far. Let your dog see cars. And again, this is all of these things are things that I get with dogs who are like five plus years old who've been doing this forever. Okay, and we're we're trying to work these behaviors and people are very unmotivated because it's been going on for five years. And I'm there telling them that, like, you know, this could get better. This could get better. Um, And so you have to keep that in, in the back of your mind. It's like going to the gym. You know, I've been going to the gym now and, you know, I look in the mirror almost every day. I don't see any progress. <laughs> I know that sounds bad. But you know what I mean? Like physically, I, I don't have like the, you know, the rippling six pack, you know, and, and look like, uh, you know, Arnold. I mean, I wouldn't want, but anyways, you know what I mean? So it's like, you got to trust the process, right? And then as time goes on, things start to change. It's very much like that, but even deeper than that, you know, because, because we're talking about the brain, we're talking about the, their emotions, So it's not just about the clear cut. Oh, wow. It's getting better. So sometimes when I see people weekly, weekly is just not good enough. I have to see them a few times um, or, or sorry, I have to see them maybe once every two weeks or once every three weeks. And for some, I have to see them maybe three times a week, depending on the behavior, depending on what's going on with the dog. Some people are afraid to walk their dog. Others can't. Um, all these things are usually factors of age as well. Okay. 
So I'm just I'm just trying to give you more into depth as to why and what I do when I'm dealing with these older dogs. So in a nutshell, we have older dogs can learn new tricks. I focus on recovery, among other things like, you know, uh, distractions, um, you know, duration, um, you know, again, the distance. Uh, I focus on all of these things that kind of factor into what the behaviors are. All right. Um, and I want you to know that if you're struggling and uh, you know, you're not alone and, and don't give up. Okay. You can, you, you have an opportunity. If you're listening to me, you have an opportunity to send an email to CE podcast at canineeducation.ca and talk to me about your problems. Okay. So that I can help you. I would love to get into an actual podcast where I'm directing to someone from these emails. So I want you out there to message me and I will feature and talk about you and your problems. All right. On the podcast. So if that's someone that if if you're someone that would like that and you feel like you could really benefit from that, um, and you know, you want to kind of have a, I don't know, a little couple minutes of, of canine education fame. Um, give me, give me a shout. Okay. CE podcast at canine education.ca. And, uh, let's go from there. All right. Thank you so much. Once again, I, the, the, the support I have in this, um, I, I believe we're well over 1000 downloads. I believe, uh, the premium subscribers are just going up and up. Um, I, I just want to say once again, thank you so much for supporting this. Um, it means, means everything to me. All right. Thank you. Have a good one.